Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. On today's podcast, my guest is Marcus Smith. Marcus is a Brock University graduate with an honors Bachelor of Arts in Communications and Media Studies. Marcus Smith, the motivated kid, is a content creator who is passionate about driving positive change in the realm of mental health. Through his vulnerable and authentic conversations, he empowers and impacts his audience to prioritize mental health well-being and end the stigma surrounding mental health. He also strives to create a community that supports and uplifts one another through open dialogue and genuine connection. By sharing his own experiences and encouraging others to do the same, that motivated kid is driving the narrative forward and creating a space where mental health is not only accepted, but celebrated. He currently holds the position of senior volunteer recruiter at the Big Brothers, uh, Big Sisters of Toronto and is founder of Rise Above Clothing Company, a brand that stands for more much more than just fashion. His mission is to help people with their fight with mental health and unlock their full potential through the meanings of fitness, empowerment, positive change. Marcus, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really happy to be here. Really happy to bring the positive energy alive. I'm so excited to have you. I've been like psyched to have this conversation for weeks and we're finally doing it. So let's um let's ramp up with some maybe get to know you fast rapid questions. Uh, what are your pronouns? He, him, himself. Awesome. And what do you consider your superpower? My superpower is that I'm that motivated kid. Um, the energy that I continue to bring and showcase to the world around me is everything that I want to be. So ultimately, just being the change that we should see in the world, that's everything you're going to be seeing from me at all times. Awesome. Awesome. I love this question. It's an interesting one. Do you have a favorite smell? Favorite smell? It's a good question. Um, for me, it would definitely have to be home cooked food. A variety oh. of things, but home walking in the house definitely be my favorite smell. It really oh. just sets the tone in a positive way. <laughs> yeah, it gets the juices flowing. If you know what I mean, right? It's that's awesome. I love that. Hey, what is your best compliment yeah. you've ever received? This one, I really love this question a lot. Uh, best compliment that I've ever received is what you see is what you get. And that is exactly what happened to me when I met a couple of people uh, a couple of weeks back, actually, uh, from Instagram at a fitness influencer summit. It was like, hey, we know exactly who you are, but the energy that we see online is everything that you see offline. And I think that's probably the best compliment you can ever get to kind of break that social media landscape. Um, what you see is what you get everything that you see in the positivity on Instagram, on social media, through voice. In this case here, it's um, it's everything that you continue to see on a regular basis. And what you see is true. It's not a lie. It's not a facade. It's positive <laughs> and it's real. That's fantastic. So I know you're into fitness, mental wellness and everything else, but do you have a go-to snack? Go-to snack. It has to be, unfortunately, salted caramel popcorn. I really love that. Yeah, mm. salty, like sweet and sweet and salty. I think that's yeah. kind of my kryptonite. Um, it's there's something about it, the sweet and the salty on both sides and the blend. I make it work. Um, fitness is definitely something that I really take a lot of pride in. But above all, it's uh, it's something I make room for. So that's the thing I would say. It's balance. That's right. Um, I really love it. And it's definitely something that I cherish <laughs> very highly. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite holiday? Favorite holiday has to definitely be Christmas. Uh, Christmas for sure, mainly because it's about family gathering together for the right reasons. And, and most of all, it's always going to be positive. 
Um, although there are times where things do happen within the family that may be negative, deaths in the family, everything of that nature, just the commemoration of having family together around one tree, uh, one one singular place, just there, um, joined hands and just really just being there for the positivity of all. I think that's probably definitely the most thing. So high level, that's everything else, but low level Christmas. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So I know we're going to get into your career, your journey and all the things you've done um, to date, but we all start somewhere. What do you recall what your very first job was? Yeah. Yeah, I actually do. It was actually calling offside and onside for soccer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a, where my my passion for soccer really derived from. Um, just being able to see the other side of the ball, which would be, you know, refereeing. That was the job itself. Um, just really seeing the game for what it truly was holistically. I think that's ultimately what really inspired my passion with soccer and the sport itself but yeah um blowing offside onside for little kids they didn't really understand exactly what it meant but we made it happen and i think that's really what fueled um a lot of my passion for soccer today that's awesome um i know this is tough to pick one word but if you had to describe yourself in one word what would it be authentic I think that's just generally what the word would be. Yeah. Um, it is hard to definitely do that. I mean, I have a couple of words that I would use, but you know, just I guess this is one of those questions that when you hear it for the when you hear it for the first time and it's being presented to you, that one word that generally pops out, that's the one you have to go with. So I'm definitely gonna go with authentic because it's something that I truly pride myself upon. And again, like I said from the question before, what you see is what you get. Um, I'm okay with that. Some people may not be able to handle a lot of that energy, but I am who I am, and that's forever who I will be. I love it. I can feel your energy just coming through this whole discussion, and I think it's amazing. <laughs> so thank you for that. And so, you know, let, let's no jump problem. in. And, you know, this is really all about you. And I really would love to, you know, beyond the introduction I gave, maybe share with our listeners a little bit more about the journey you've been on and how you've gotten to where you are today. Could you jump into that for us? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the most important thing about the journey itself is understanding where I've come from. Um, for me, <clears throat> being a university athlete, um, it was absolutely amazing. It was great. But above all, there is going to be a downfall in life that a lot of people don't necessarily understand until you look back at it, say, at the age of 30, which was what I, where I'm at now. And that's what truly molded me to become the best person and the best version of myself that you guys are here. You guys are all seeing here today. Uh, for me... Being a university athlete and having soccer as my main foundation of why I was there, it was great. I mean, in the moment, being young, life moves extremely fast. It moves faster than you think, honestly. Um, and now that I look, I'm talking about it and I look back. And I, I really, I want to really just stress the idea of not necessarily being tied to one singular idea when you're looking to really build the foundation of your life. For me, it was something that I'm, I, I did not know how to deal with it and how to process it at the very beginning. I got cut from my soccer team and life was kind of pulled. The rug was pulled up from, uh, from underneath my feet. I didn't necessarily know exactly where to go, what to do. And my main purpose for being at a post-secondary education uh, institute or educational institute, sorry, uh, at Brock university was now subjected to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I understand I'm there for education, but my mindset at the given time would have, what was just soccer. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, where I am today, it's it's just mental resilience. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, I, I fell into a hole where mental health was definitely something that affected me. 
And above all, the one thing I'd want to share with everybody here today on or listening in live or later, it's just the means of understanding that you don't really know what you're feeling until you discuss it and talk about it much more often. Um, going through the conversations that I've had with friends, family, therapists, specialists, and honestly, in this case, like yourself, strangers, <laughs> now friends, I think it's super important to kind of just be vulnerable and understand that there is so much power um, behind discussing exactly what mental health is, how it affects you, where you currently are, where you want to be, and what's going to get you to that point. So, I mean, hey, I've, I've failed many, many times. Failure is probably the best teacher that I've ever had. Um, no disrespect to any of the teachers that I've had in the past, but <laughs> failure is definitely the best teacher that I've had uh, and understanding why I fell, where I fell, what really was the reason why I did and where I want to like, where I want to land and end up in the, in the near future. I think it's uh it's a beautiful process. It's something for a lot of people to truly fall in love with. And above all, it's something that you need to really just fail early, fail early, fail often, but above all fail period overall. Yeah, I love that you brought that up about failures and learning from failure. I, I think so many people um, out there go out and do public speaking and talking and motivation, but um, rarely do you hear people start with their failures or talk about their failures. And those are really some of the things that we learn the most from. So I'm glad you brought that up and the, the vulnerability to talk about it, right? And to understand that we all make mistakes, we learn from them and we move on, right? Yeah, we absolutely do. We absolutely learn from them. We move on. Um, so it's funny that you brought that up in regards to the vulnerability aspect. That would have been my second word. It would have been vulnerability. <laughs> um, just being able to really just put your hand up and understand that, hey, you know what? We're not perfect. Uh, we learn from our experiences. But above all, we need to be able to feel the experiences itself in order to truly digest, understand, analyze, pivot, and grow. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So clearly, you know, equity, diversity, inclusion, mental, physical health are utmost importance to you. You know, as we look beyond just, you know, some of the things around diversity, and inclusion, the real, I think, home run is where you feel like you belong. What what does belonging mean to you? Belonging is an absolutely great point. This is a great question to bring into the conversation. I mean, for the longest while, when I look at, I guess, let's look at fitness for an example. Um, I was very, very heavily invested into the the physical aspect of things. And that was all that I saw. It was just physical, 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 showing up to the gym uh, and just really looking to be, exert your physical ability to the best of its power. But let me tell you right now, let's stop right there. Let's rewind. Let's go right back. And the most important thing that I want to share with my younger self is that the mental is probably the most important thing for sure. And they co-depend on each other. They really, truly do. Uh, they co-depend on each other. And we really need to take a look at everything and from a much more holistic viewpoint because mental and physical truly go hand in hand. Uh, it's, it's an amazing thing to really have the intersectionality, which was known as a mindset uh, as the, as the true focus of what I look to present to everybody that I speak with every, everything that I share on social media and every conversation that I have. I think uh, a lot of the people that will be listening to this, hopefully friends and family that will be tuning in, will understand that the, the first question that I generally ask somebody every time that I see them is, how's your mental? That's the first question that I do. I always bring into the conversation. It breaks the ice, but it also sets the tone for the conversation to come. Uh, again, vulnerability, transparency, that's where everything kind of, it all encompasses and it comes within it. But um, no, overall, just what is diversity, uh, inclusion, and belonging mean to me? It's, it's, it's absolutely everything. 
Um, diversity is absolutely super, super key in the city that we live in in Toronto. From that perspective, Toronto is per is honestly the perfect mosaic to put a analogy on it in terms of colors, creeds, um, pastimes, everything, gender, sex, everything that we do. It's uh, it's it's an amazing city. It's an amazing passion of mine to really be out in the community. Uh, in terms of inspiring the throughout the uh, through the through the means of uh, mentorship, sorry. And everything that I continue to do in, in speaking about mental health, primarily, it affects everybody, it affects everyone, and it's just a means of understanding exactly where your feet are and just being able to really pivot and understand who you are. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, um, you know, looking at your presence on social, all the things you do, the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, having your own business and being an entrepreneur overall. A lot of the listeners here are, are, as I mentioned, as you're getting ready, are young, you know, kind of looking to get going and making an impact. And, um, you know, being an entrepreneur yourself, um, could you talk a little bit about how you turned your passion into work and the life mission that you've done with that motivated kid to maybe inspire some of the other listeners to think about what they might be able to do? This is another great question. I think, you know, to really summarize it in a very short form for everybody, it's to fall in love with the process. I think that's that's the answer. That's the true essence of the question itself. It's uh, to fall in love with the process. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. It is not easy. We led we, Brian led he led with the led that with the question right there. It's not easy. It is not easy. Um, there's ups and downs, valleys and peaks, but above all, you need to truly fall in love with the process. You need to be able to look yourself in the mirror and understand that you're doing this for the right reasons. And ultimately, this is you. I think that's really the most important advice that I'd want to give to everybody or to somebody that would be listening here today. Like you are, uh, you are a result of the process. The process is you, and you need to truly fall in love with it. Um, passion and purpose is definitely two words that I really bring into my life on a regular basis, day to day. And it's something that has now become my life mission as that motivated kid to really bring it to life and fruition for everybody else to see. So, I mean, hey, let me tell you, like, I'll be completely frank with everybody. I've been off mic um, for a, quite a long time. And this happens to be the first time that I've been on mic in the past like year and a half, two years. So um, there, there is there is values and peaks. But again, there is the opportunity for you to always turn the next page, start a new chapter, because the best thing about life is that it's the best book that you will ever create. And you happen to be the author, so you're able to really just tie everything together and bring it to fruition. So, again, one thing I'll say in regards to this question, hopefully I get it right. Act today on yesterday's dream of tomorrow. Yes, I got it right. Okay. Ah, so that's what I would that. say. <laughs> Act today on yesterday's dream of tomorrow. I want to bring that into the conversation because that is definitely something, one of my mantras that I live by uh, every single day. And it's something that I, I would definitely want to share with everybody to to bring into their life and really manifest to the best of their ability. What an insightful uh, expression. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's really it's really interesting. Um, I, I, I think people are, you know, sometimes a bit scared about the idea of doing their own thing and, and sometimes following their passions and combining work and passion. And I, I really challenge a lot of people that listen to this podcast that, you can do what you want to do. It's your life. Take the opportunity, figure it out, go do it. Right. You know, we get a lot of static in the machine and advice coming from different ways, but you know, I think really at the end of the day, you know what, who you are. And then if something really excites you, then I say, go for it. Right. It's, it's something you got to do. Absolutely. School. Absolutely. So <laughs> thinking about school. So you yep. went to Brock, great school. Um, how has your education helped you and what skills have you gained 
you know, from your university experience um, that helps you today? Again, uh, I think the most important skill that I learned from university is to learn how to fail. <laughs> I think it's not necessarily something that walks across the stage with you when you shake your hand for your dean and get your diploma, your university certificate or degree. Um, it's 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 one of those things. It's not an it's an intangible. There really is no quantified value in it until you look back at it and truly understand what it is. Um, failure again. It's the best teacher, but it is probably, if not the best lesson that I got from education. Um, not necessarily failing a test or anything of that nature. Thank the Lord, but, um, <laughs> just failure in terms of other aspects of life. I think that is the, the key component that really helped me shape myself for the future to come. And I know what's going to be bright. Right. So, yeah. um, failure definitely was probably the best skill that I gave from my university experience. It's not something that's overtly going to present itself, but you need to be able to look at, look at right directly in the eye and understand that there is there is a brighter path behind it. It may not be visible at first, and that's that's absolutely okay. It's okay to be scared as well, because I was scared. Um, but look where I am now. And let me tell you, there is absolutely no time better than the present right now. So looking back at it, I'm happy that I ran into it. And it is definitely something that it's going to continue to fuel my fire and passion for the future to come. That's awesome. You know, there are some listeners also outside of... Uh... You know, the people, career seekers, the youth, the the folks looking at maybe making that move from high school to post-secondary to work. There's also a lot of post-secondary educators and, and friends of mine that listen into this podcast and they share this um, on their school web pages and things. And so this question is going to be an interesting loaded one, but um, and I mean it in a good way, um, because I think there's always opportunities yep. to um to disrupt um, different industries and different things and talk about what, what maybe could is missing or could be better. But um, is there something you wish that was taught in university that that wasn't in your maybe curriculum or, or, or what you were hoping to gain from school? It's actually very interesting, again, that you bring this up because I'm actually a communications major. Um, and the one skill that was definitely not taught was mental health. Because mental health in, in itself, its shape and form can be benefited. It actually absolutely can benefit from the means of mental health and communication, right? So yeah. expressing exactly how you feel uh, emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually as well. I think that is coming out of the pandemic. It's, um, you know, the, the means of communication have absolutely shifted and changed. And that is something that we all face. Communication is definitely one of the most pivotal foundations of life. And um, looking back at it, I think, sorry, I don't think I know, it would definitely be extremely beneficial for a lot of the youth to be able to get exactly how they feel, why they feel that way, and how are they going to go about navigating it as well. Um, in order to truly understand and what you need to speak about, you need to understand what you're feeling. And I think that's kind of the the, the breaking point where a lot of kids like myself in the past, we do not necessarily understand exactly what we're feeling because again, there's this absolute hiatus that you're at university on campus and everything of that nature. And there's a sense of euphoria, plain and simple. That's the truth. There's a sense of euphoria. Um, but again, what, what it truly comes down to is the means of just understanding where you are, what you're feeling and communicating that to the most effective and efficient way possible. Uh, communications majors, that's what we love to do. We love to communicate effectively and efficiently. That is generally the consensus for all communi uh, communication majors, 
communication programs that you see across the nation, Canada, in city of Toronto and whatnot. But again, there's that substance, that essence that is missing. Um, and it's, it's, it's emotion. It's definitely yeah. emotion that I think we really need to hone in on and look at that from a very transparent, authentic and vulnerable lens. That's what I would say. I really love that. I, I think it's um, it's worth noting and it's worth something that I think um, it's at the root and foundation of who we are. And, and I think it'd be a great, great co topic and conversation starter at schools around the world, actually. And, uh, and, you know, and I know some are starting to tackle that. Some are, I would say, honestly, some of my colleagues who have talked to me said, you know, there it can be a nervous or a, not a nervous, but maybe like just a fear factor of, of opening that box and, and trying to figure mm -hmm. out how to talk about it. But at the same time, a lot of the career services people are spending most of their time, not just on careers, but also on mental health and talking about that with students. So I do think it's time to step that up at the schools um, for, for a lot of reasons, but thank you for sharing that. I think it's really, really super and really valuable. Um, branding. So you know, personal brand. I, I I just was on campus yesterday talking to a bunch of second year students about you are your own brand and you do have a personal brand. Um, and I talked to them about being consistent. And you know, you you've as you've put it, uh, you're humbled and cultured, and what you see is what you get. Um, you know, I think a lot of people um, when they start to figure out how should I think about my personal brand, what should I do? You know, what is it based on? Is it values? Um, and they don't always know how to get started on it, but it's such a significant part of identifying with opportunities, jobs, employers, what have you. Um, do you have any advice on like maybe a young person thinking like, well, either I don't have a personal brand or, you know, what ideas they might be able to put together to kind of figure out how to uncover that? For sure. Uh, this is a great question as well. Um, this is definitely something that over time I've been yelling at the board, the, the the whiteboard, yelling at it and being like, oh, this didn't work. Oh, that didn't work. It's a process again. It's uh, it's something that, mind you, yes, I have built a very solidified personal brand. It didn't happen overnight. It honestly did not. Uh, it was something that take. it's taken a long time. It took years to kind of build apart. And I actually remember the exact day that it happened. It was completely random. It was at the SLC downtown Ryerson in their fifth floor on a random whiteboard and I was with my friend and we were just talking about uh, everything in regards to just personal branding, what I want to do in content creation, what direction that I want to head. And just out of the blue, it just happened to be, we just wrote down that motivated kid and we're like, that's it. <laughs> and it just really- <laughs> Seriously, just came, that's how it started. That's... Yeah, it just, it just randomly came together and we ran with it and here we are. Uh, here we are. I think, you know, one of the, mo the most important things is to try, try things. Um, don't be afraid. Again, like I said, failure is definitely going to be your best friend. Uh, if you let, if you let it become your best friend, but above all, you know, everybody has a gift. Everybody has a skill. It may not be overtly open to you and showcasing itself to you in the very beginning, or if not right now in the present moment, but there is something. And that's the question that I leave with, uh, as a follow-up question with everybody that's listening to this point. Exactly. It's like, who am I? What am I good at? And why? Should I tell the world about this story? That is the empowered questions that I would definitely relate to everybody as well, because there is an absolute answer. Mind you, the answer may be long. It may be unclear, but there is something for you to say. And the point that I'm trying to make in regards to where it will end up being and taking place is just refining that question to the most clear 
and concise aspect of it being so. That's what I would say. Personal brand is exactly who you are in the mirror, um, but you have the power to shape it, mold it into whatever you'd like it to be. But above all, it's something that will oh, everybody has. There is substance, there is essence, and it will definitely come for sure. Great insights. Thanks for sharing that. I think that 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 was great. I know this is an area that I, I talk often with young people, and I thank you for your insights on that. It was perfect. Um, yep. Big Brothers and Big Sisters, great organization. Um, how does someone, I guess, get involved with 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 the organization, whether it be like you have or um, others that are looking for services or what have you? How do you how do you get involved with Big Brothers, Big Sisters? I was just curious. I love this point. Uh, I think the most important thing you can the most important currency that you can ever offer uh, youth is going to be time. And I think time is the if you really, truly have have it and it places itself in the palm of your hand you have the ability to mold it shape it and to provide it to somebody that will that is looking to be to, to end up sorry to end up becoming the best version of themselves um i mean myself personally i was a little uh, i am a result of the process itself so somebody if not i'm not going to mention the gentleman's name but somebody took the time in order to invest into me in becoming the best version of myself and this is exactly the result you have coming from a single parent household um, there were certain questions that my mom was not able to answer. Uh, there were certain things, life lessons and whatnot that I was not, I didn't necessarily have access to on a readily available basis, but having a big brother was definitely something that really, it saved my life. It was absolutely sure. something that steered me in the right direction. Uh, and it continues to show itself in the foundational aspects of how I've built my life and what you, what everyone's seeing here today. So the, above all, best way for you to get involved is to volunteer time. The most important thing that I would share is the flagship program that we have. It's going to be a one-to-one community-based mentorship aspects. It's uh, six to eight hours a month. So in that case, if I know a lot of the listeners listen to Netflix. You guys can put aside the Netflix and come share your experiences because everybody has a valid experience and shared life experience with others. Put down the Netflix. Go help a child. <laughs> it's definitely possible. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I would definitely say. Six to eight hours a month, one-year minimum commitment, but above all, there truly is the, there is an essence and there is a magic behind the, the means of mentorship. And I encourage a lot of people that will be listening to this, if not everybody listening to this, to at least explore that and and try and listen and be vulnerable because there is definitely lessons that you can learn from a youth. That is definitely something that we're focusing on, focusing in on much more often right now. As much as the mentor is going to be um, mentoring the mentee, the mentee does know a lot of things that you can mm-hmm. teach back to the mentor. Uh, and especially in today's society, moving so, so quickly, there is a lot of uh, experience and shared life experience to be brought to the forefront uh, and definitely shared across all channels for, for both parties to truly benefit. That's awesome. So huge shout out for you being involved and huge shout out to the organization for what they do, because um, and I love you saying put down the Netflix or yeah, put down that phone, yeah. put down whatever <laughs> and and pick up your feet, right? Yep. And do it. I, I think it's um it's such a great group. And um you know, congratulations on what you've done with it and and again being involved. I it's the impact you're having with young people you. is just fantastic. Um, this is typically the part of the podcast where I, I ask people to back to vulnerability, maybe share a little bit about some on a personal side of uh things that have been challenging for you in life and you know, whatever that might be, whether it's 
home life, school, work, whatever, and how you were able to overcome it, maybe what lessons you learned, or maybe you're still going through it. But is there something that comes to mind that you think might be helpful for the listeners to understand and, and maybe gain some insights from you on? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that it's never too late. There's mm. always the opportunity for you to grow. Um, it's never too late. There's always, always, always the opportunity for you to grow. I mean, from a personal standpoint, my in my blood is community service. Uh, in regards to my grandmother, she is an absolute pioneer in the community service aspect. I'm not sure if, if the listeners or yourself, Brian, have heard of Eva's initiatives. Um, that is a non-for-profit or a non-for-profit that actually looks at the intersectionality intersectionality of uh, homeless youth in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And it's actually named after her on her behalf and her efforts, uh, you know, before she passed away at the age, uh, my, sorry, at the age of when I was what, I believe I was not even like 10 months. So 1993. Um, but again, the, the biggest obstacle that I've had in life is truly finding my way within that legacy. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, to have such a, a paramount of, I would say like so much of a paramount of effort and work and tired, tireless hours that you put in the commitment and the initiatives to really truly bring it to life and see it living and breathing in, in the city that we call home Toronto. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But again, for me to kind of find my place within that legacy, I didn't know. I, I honestly did not know. I do know now, but at the time uh, <laughs> I, I really did not know what Avenue, what path, how I would be getting there. And if I needed to model um, my story after my grandmother's story, I didn't necessarily have to. I didn't have to recreate the wheel. I didn't have to paint the same picture. I could paint my own picture, make it beautiful, make it special. But again, it comes down to just the one word that I truly live by, it's impact. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it ended up being. It's the, it's the impact that I share with my mental health, my fitness, and and you know the advocacy that I really truly share and even in terms of mentorship with Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Toronto, it's um, it's the impact that I'm looking to really have. And I think that's where the parallel truly lives. Uh, so I'm really, really happy that, you know, it's never too late to truly understand what your potential is. Uh, it's never too late to understand where you'll be heading. And above all, it's never, never, never too late to start. Great advice. Great advice, right? It's it's sometimes related to a certain, whether it's age or point or time frame and they're like oh i'm too old for this or i should have tried that two years ago yeah. right i love that you said it's never too late because you could do anything yeah, any never... at any point right it's um yep. yeah thank you for that i think that's some, some really great advice hey i know i chalked us through with a bunch of great questions but i really want to also give you the opportunity to if there's something i didn't ask or we didn't get to or you feel might be beneficial um as we get to the end of the podcast that you might want to share uh, with our listeners, I want to open the floor up to, to, to you directly and see if there's anything you wanted to chat about. Yeah, definitely. I think the one thing I would share with everybody is uh, conversation works and conversation is impactful. Um, the conversation that we're having today is is definitely something, a result of positive energy coming together and looking to impact the best of its ability. <laughs> so again, like take away everything that you're having here and within the questions and answers, but apply that to your everyday life. I think that's super important to really share with everybody. The conversation that we're having, the conversation that you are hearing right now is, is it is impactful, but what is more impactful is the action that you're gonna be taking after you listen to this episode and that conversation and bring it to somebody else, somebody special yeah. um, today. So again, uh, it's, it's, it's great to see the power of mentorship. It's great to see the power of positive energy mental health, physical health, spiritual, everything all above. 
but above all, it's it's super important to see the power of conversation and being vulnerable, authentic and transparent and sharing your struggles, overcoming your obstacles. And above all, just really, truly understanding the essence in life. It ultimately is fueled by you. So that is the true essence of growth. That is a true essence of um, everything, everything that you do in your everyday life. It, it ultimately starts with three letters. <laughs> I owe you. And uh, the best best time to start for you was yesterday. Um, yesterday's dream of tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Boy, man, you are that motivated kid. I love this conversation today. I could go <laughs> on for hours talking to you. And uh, like I said, I've been following you on your social channels. You're doing great stuff. Thank you so much for just being such a positive light and energy in the world. Um, it's needed so desperately today. And I know our listeners are going to be super jazzed to hear this conversation. And I just want to thank mm-hmm. you from the bottom of my heart for joining me today on this podcast. You've been fantastic. And thank you for sharing so much. No problem. No problem at all. I really do appreciate you reaching out to have me. Um, Definitely be back for part two. Definitely be there for that. I will share an update. I got a lot of things working on the back end in terms of uh, the clothing brand and a couple of other projects that I'm hoping will definitely come to life. So there will be a second episode. I'm putting that out there, Brian. I'm so sorry. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Second episode, there'll be an update and, there will be much more to talk about um, because we learn every single day. We learn every single day. So me sharing my transparent and authentic story for everybody else here, there will definitely be a lot more to come. I love it. Well, you come back anytime, my friend, to share that (laughs) and inspire us, inspire me. I feel I'm uplifted today to go and conquer the world myself now. So you got great energy. Thank you so much. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Um, for our listeners, if you like what you heard today, please share this podcast on Spotify with your friends. Like this episode, follow Coffee with Convery on Instagram. This has been Coffee with Convery. And until next time, please stay well. <laughs>